The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Join us once again in the shed as our stalwart party of heroes picks up this session caught in an ambush. Listen in to see how Mickey, JJ, Kurt, Britt, and Joe handle this latest obstacle in our Dungeon World campaign. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on Facebook, on iTunes, on Twitter, on Stitcher Radio, on... Bing! Bing! Uh, all over the place. That's where you can find us. We're going to go around the table and say hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Nestleus, the tiefling. Woohoo! Yay! She got it right. She did. JJ here. Playing Calamity, the paladin, using his heroic voice. Ooh, heroic. like it. Excellent. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Truk, the human monk, with a little bit of druid thrown in for spice. Hey, guys. This is Brittany, and I'm playing Elena, or the other way around. I never know how to say that. But you got it. You got both names in there. This yeah. And I am Joe. I am the game master for this Dungeon World campaign set in the world of Alamond. I want to try something a little different today that I didn't talk about off air, so I'll take everybody by surprise a little bit. We're going to do a recap of our last session, and we're going to go around the table doing it one sentence at a time. Wait, what? Oh, like wow. Mad Libs? Yeah. We're going to oh. Mad Libs our talk last about session. This? Exactly. I just said we didn't talk about it. So yeah, get off your phone. Pay attention. Brittany's been playing some I'm... game on her phone all day, so she's been a little distracted. Uh, we're going to start. I'll start it off. At the beginning of our last session, our party had found their way out of the temple, gathered up Wylena and the wagon, and made their way on the road towards... Mickey? I don't know the name of the city. It starts with a C. Carthal. Okay. We made our way towards Carthal. Truk was the scout. Mm -hmm. Calamte was the quartermaster. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. Nestleus was the quartermaster. And now over to JJ. And then once we got to uh, Carthal, um, we discovered that uh, two of my minions had uh, settled down with women, so we managed to pick up one of those. And um, we talked a little bit with uh, Havid. 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 Yep. And what did Havid say, Kurt? Havid searched his tome of the swords that his family had made during prior generations uh, because we had inquired about the history of the swords we had found and also of the one that we think may be a fourth sword or perhaps a combination of the three which is called the heart of the, the night. heart of the night and he uh, did not know particularly of it but had a page at the very back of his tome where the prophecy that we had received was also written in an odd script yeah do, 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 do. so after leaving Carthol, what happened how did we finish the last episode Britt? so there was lightning, and it came from we're not entirely sure where. We were we ambushed. We made a perilous yeah. journey. Yeah. We were ambushed. Yeah. And, it was and our scout failed. And our scout failed. And everybody received electricity because of this. Yes. But your scout has some Except awesome Except Elena, who can't be surprised. Exactly. And he had some awesome repulsive elemental <laughs> mastery. So it wasn't course, as bad as it could have The flip been. side to that is Britt can be surprised, and she can forget that Elena can't be surprised. Therefore, I remembered. Nobody would let me talk. <laughs> it was after. Interject. We are now ready. After we got through, we'll call it our initial round of combat, where 
The lightning came out and shocked nearly everybody. And Truk threw up an elemental barrier around himself to try and deflect the next round of lightning. That next round of lightning was happening as we closed the last episode. Who wants to step up to the plate? Do I hear um, which direction the chant? You said there was chanting last time. Yeah, well, there's the the um, the somatic components of casting a spell. You hear you especially Nessa, as a wizard, exactly. You recognize I would, the, I would recognize the chanting yeah. of a spell. Can I tell which direction they're coming from? They're kind of all around you. It's more of a role at this point, and that would be a discern realities to um, to determine that what the things around you and. So and that's on your roll. basic move sheet, and that's a wisdom roll. That's a seven. And I, also, no, as a nine, reminder, two, we're, this is immediately picking up after the failure that um, Elena had rolled about trying to discern realities. Mm. I have a seven. This is a reminder. This, there's a lingering failure in the air. So uh, <laughs> there's a, uh, an air failure yes. in the air as Nestleus <laughs> looks around and tries to discern. Where did that failure come her from? reality. <laughs> On a seven to nine, I ask one question from below. Okay. And it says take plus one forward when acting on the answers. Yeah. So what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? Lightning. That. No, I'm going to answer the real question you're lightning. asking. Thunder you want to know where lightning. the things came from, and that's a good point, using that uh, question. I think lightning is a perfectly good answer. Yeah. Don't be a dick. You got a seven, right? Not a twelve. You can see in the waning hours of the day, you can see the glint of the the um, the fading sunlight off of some scales, off uh, maybe twenty feet outside of the camp, and you hear the the slithering sounds of the that snake-like tongue casting this spell. To which Nestleus responds, "How many of you do I have to kill?" <laughs> hey guys, be hear- on the lookout for Nagas. Which way did Seven. he go, George? Which way did he go? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of the party shall shout, be on the lookout for Nagas. Can I still yeah. cast something? You have a plus one forward on, when acting, so we'll take it organically. You looked around quickly, you saw something, and you start casting your spell. Blast it. You have a blast it spell? I have an Eldritch Blast. Go for it. Otherwise known as Magic Missile. Heck yeah, dog. For which I rolled a 9 on the dice plus my 3 intelligence. Well, that sure as heck works. Which is a 12. Uh-huh. That works. And I'm just going to keep it. I'm not going to up it. Okay. So go ahead and roll powers. your damage. I don't know how many I'm dealing with here. Why did I put away my four D, my 2d4s? Because you're lazy. She's not lazy. She rolled a low initiative. <laughs> nice. And Brittany is referencing the shirt I'm wearing. No, she was referencing the shirt I'm wearing. Six. Well, you were in the shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> Wait, no, that sounded wrong. You guys uh, wearing the same so, shirt? Yeah, I'm wearing it inside out. Hey, it's like the three-legged racer you're talking about. Inside exactly. the burlap in the sack. That's what I yep. was thinking. In the sack. Six damage. Okay. Um, to the <laughs> naga that caught my wrath. When the, so the Eldritch Blast still looks like a blast of teen angst, if I remember right. Absolutely. Uh, a yellow crackling Emojis. energy of some type. Yeah, but I think... Um, Emojis. So here's how I picture She's grown so a she's, little. She's grown a yeah. little. She's gotten older. So as before, it was just raw hormonal energy, like just anger and emotion and un, no clarity around who she was or what she was doing. I think now, it's, as she's grown older, it's more focused. 
So it's it's not all frowny emojis. It's not all frowny emojis. Okay. I think it, there's there's just more of a subtlety to what her to her craft, and she can control ah. it a little better. I think that's well worded. It's more of a craft now. Mm-hmm. There, there's artistic Where, yeah, substance. Whereas to it. before, it was just just. Um, almost okay. a, a primal, just innate. Do you do like a talent, an, like Angelina Jolie from Wanted, where you curve it? I don't the curve tree? the bullet. You no. don't curve the missile. No, but whereas before it was just, it like just raw talent. Yeah. Now she's she's learned to okay. channel her energy, and it's a little more controlled. Is she still immature enough to sign each one? Yeah. Oh, so she's lost yeah. a talent then. She hasn't lost any talent. <laughs> it's no longer raw. It's cooked talent. It's cooked talent. Um, as the blast hits, you can see that that the six foot high uh, slithering creature that you just hit falls to the ground as the blast hits. Don't it. mess with me. And so who that's wants to the step talent up next? What's that? Uh, I was making a comment that the naga is the talent because it's cooked. All right, so so JJ just took calamity's turn. I did. Uh, <laughs> I, I I rolled a five on my joke. Yep. Um, <laughs> so there's now another lingering failure in the air. Uh, yeah. You know, that's yeah. a good point, uh, Kurt. Uh, Britt, did you mark experience when you rolled the failure at the end of the last episode? Yes. I, I told her to. All right, good. Uh, all right, who wants to step up next? Um, uh, no, it, it will be Calamity stepping up, and uh, he's going to charge forth into battle. All right. And Why I'm do you assuming... have an about it? So now the only one that was obvious is now also no longer with us. Exactly. So I'm going to charge that direction, assuming that they have formed like a little semicircle. Okay. Because you don't want you don't want crossfire when you shoot lightning right. bolts. Okay, I'll buy that. So doesn't, doesn't head that direction. Right. Is there tell any? You what, tell you what I want to do here is because of what you just described. Let's do a spout lore. Oh, wow. Because you just described something smart, and that's intelligence. You are smart. And uh, provided there is success here, I will give you some useful information. (laughs) Do you still have a negative one? Eight. I got an eight. Okay. Plus Um, nothing. So as you are charging in that direction, you, you notice around you where the lightning bolts seared or scarred the ground, might be a better way to put it. Um, they are in a kind of a crisscrossing pattern that um, is almost like an asterisk. So like a pentagram? But not like each side wouldn't have hit somebody directly or would have hit somebody directly opposing, but there's gaps. Okay. So clearly you were surrounded and there aren't any two things in one spot. But the you would charge forth. You see the, the um, mangled uh, snake body of the one that Nestleus just blasted. Uh, and as you reach there, if you if you follow what you had saw as a scarred mark on the ground, there's one over to your side, probably just out of reach of what you can do right now. However, you could somehow, if you choose, indicate to somebody else where to go. You could tell a party uh, member where to go. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, I will throw the Ebola that I have. The Ford. Ebola. The Ebola. Yeah, the Ebola. I'm yeah. going to give it Ebola. <laughs> Which is okay. the uh, the amalgamation of Ebola and E. coli into one superbug? <laughs> Don't yeah. give them any ideas. <laughs> um, so my point being, do you want to show either Truk or Elena? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw the Ebola just to okay. tangle the snake. <laughs> it's tangled. Did it grow its hair out? You can uh, get its legs stuck together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're vestigial. But, yeah. They're vestigial. Exactly. <laughs> 
So th- this will this will yeah. allow them to see where I threw it if I hit. I'm trying to think if there's you know a leader. What? Do we have Let's any sense this. for there being a leader? We'll call that an aid. Okay, yeah. That's going to be an aid move, so add plus one to your roll. Who's I, I'm just going to say add plus one because we didn't really do the bond thing yet, but let's just assume you have a bond with somebody. I have a bond with everybody. Yeah. You have a bone to pick with this everyone. Good. I have a bone with everybody. They're, they're all my bond girls. So what'd you get? I have a seven on my roll. A say? That gives you um, plus one what and you said? expose Wiling yourself to some danger. Girl That's thing. cool. Okay. So who was going to step up next? Well, Truk is trying to figure out if, if there's a leader, if he can discern whether there's a leader anywhere. So here's the deal. Whoever steps up next will get... Calamity's indicator of where one of them is and get a plus one to what they do. What do you think, Chuk? Well, I don't necessarily just want a plus one against any of them. If there's a yep. whole circle, I, I'm trying so to So you it. are discerning realities, my friend. Okay. Go Which is it. a mod- what modifier? Wisdom. And you get a plus one. Eight plus one is nine. Okay. Plus your... Well, plus, he, plus one. Well, yeah. he, only the aid that he was given was to go after the one he indicated. Oh. And right. if you're looking around, that's mm-hmm. not going to be that. Yeah, so not. it'll be whoever goes after right. that one. I'm, right. I'm kind of manipulating oh, that a little. Yeah. That that he, he just drew the – he put a laser pointer on somebody, right. essentially. But you're not, so you're not plus focused on that. One on discerning realities. Yes. Um, so what's your total? Nine. On discerning realities, you get to ask one of those questions. Right. It also says on seven and nine, ask one, take plus one forward when acting on yes. answer. Now, you can ask exactly oh, what no, you wanted yeah. or fit it into one of the no, questions. No, one is perfect. Yeah? Who's really in control here? All right. Amongst the surroundings, so you look around, mm-hmm. and you see several of them, and the scales on them are, are glimmering in the sunlight, and, and the, the color is, uh, you know, the, the deep reddish-orange color from the sunlight, but one of them clearly glistens with a different color, and it is the one uh, farthest to your right. We'll just put it that way. All right. So to the extent I can, I'm going to signal. Yep. Because my sense is that we're to some degree surrounded. Yeah. And it would be better to take out the leader rather than fighting random members. So I'm going to signal to the one on the direct right. attacks to that person. Elena, Truk has just signaled which one to go after. And how do you do that? Well, so I was going to say uh, – so I get a plus one on attacks against that? The or next everyone? thing you do, based on the information you just received, you get a plus one on that. So can I treat that as, if I yell it properly, that that's a plus one aid to whoever attacks? Or how you does would that get work? a plus one to your aid roll. Okay. Then I would like to use as an, tell me if I'm wrong, but I would like to use as an aid uh, signaling um, that, you know, basically by, uh, let's see how I can do this. Well, best. here's the deal. When you indicate... To Elena, mm-hmm. you are helping her. You then trigger the move, aid or interfere. Right. Because just, you're helping her, and the next thing you do, you're getting a plus one to, you would get a plus one to your aid roll. Right. I'm just wondering if I can get that broader than just to Elena by some, by some spectacular motion. Like, well, aid is when you specifically help someone. And we're the, I'm saying Elena because we're just going to pick on Brit next. Right. Therefore, so, right, so I'm not going to pick on Brit. I'm instead, okay. I'm going to... Uh, if I can, you can use uh, my elements, elemental mastery. Oh crap! To try oh, to yeah. shoot. He's a, really going to after try to it. shoot a. I don't want to use electricity. Fire, water. A fireball at okay. the leader. The okay. idea being you that can, would be a signal. Not so much that I'm trying to do damage, but that I'm trying to signal right. 
to the others that that's where we want to go. So you are going to draw an arrow with fire more so than a fireball because hey. Nessalus casts fireball. No, yeah, this is much more a signal fire. Okay. Kind so, um, yeah, kind of like uh, what I said, uh, what, the end result of what JJ did with Calamity, uh, you're putting a laser pointer on the one to go right. after next. And and if it helps, I'm also yelling, this one, this one. This one. Oh, this are one. you fuck, freaking kidding me? Uh, I rolled a four plus one, five. All right, so that is an, uh, what would that be? Let's that was a curse it, word. That uh, was a curse word. Yeah, I'm going to start it as a spectacular failure, and let's see where it goes from there. Right. So some catastrophe occurs as a result of my call. Yeah. I like this is one of the moves that actually says what the six minus is, and it literally uses the word catastrophe, just so everyone knows. Correct. So not only snakes, but cats. Plus, you still didn't have control over the previous effect, the shield that you put around you. Correct. Um, There is, at this point, as where I'm going to shift the camera to Elena next, but as that happens the whole frame of the camera starts to shake as an earthquake is starting from the feet of Truk. Fantastic. Good job, Truk. Elena, yeah. the ground is starting to shake. It smells like clean cotton. Calamity, calamity has... Truk is feeling strong. So, calamity has thrown Ebola uh, at a snake. Recent what I'm gathering is that I've got two different party members signaling in two different directions. Oh, you, uh, Truk didn't signal anything. Okay. The whole You're earth just... is shaking at his feet right now. And okay. like I said, the, you think of the camera, the whole thing shaking, like on the bridge of the Enterprise in Star Trek. <laughs> I didn't get that reference. Okay. You just dated yourself. I did. I like me, though, so I'll go on dates with me. <laughs> huh. So what's Elena want to do? Uh, um, uh, Bola is the... You going to Ebola? Good. That's... Yeah. If you're going the after thing. the one that has clearly been it's indicated by like calamity, two rocks, yep. right? Okay, I'm gonna chase that and figure three. out what it what. It's three rocks. Three rocks. Yeah. Why are you whispering? Because it's a secret. Whispering's not good for a podcast. Wait, mm. that might have been a whispering bond. is okay because it's an audio podcast. You can hear the whisper if you're listening. Just pointing and stuff, not okay. Whispers fine. Whispers is Plus pointing, it's a stage but whisper. with words. I'd just like to know that Truk found out who the leader was. And but he, indicated. he no. really doesn't ele- master yeah, no his elements cares. very well. Yeah. Sometimes. Right, so what, you got, what you got, Britt? I'm going to follow the whole right, Okay. So you're going to go attack and that one. Attack. How are you going that. to attack it? With her toe. With my... <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> That's a thought over there. I have a, um, I have a pixie in another game that she's actually a monk. Um, she just attacks things by kicking them. Repeatedly. By the way, a pixie monk is a punk. It, <laughs> I want you to know that. She is a punk. Yep. She definitely is. Um, but no, I'm not a monk in this game. <laughs> so uh, um, with my cool new sword, which I'm still expecting to do something. It might, eventually. Who knows? And... Um, what kind of naga is it? The snaky kind the snake that casts spells. So it's not a bone. Uh, no, these are naga. actual serpent types. The only bone naga, maybe I'd, I'd never clarified, but either way, the only bone naga that you've ever encountered were those ones at the camp. So all of the, the other encounters at the monastery, at the temple right now, these are all flesh and blood snakes, but, you know, sentient 
spirit thing. Snake meat. That's and the other thing that we had learned I've about Naga like back when we learned about the bone Naga was that Naga don't necessarily die. They come back as they another Naga. Yeah. They get reincarnated. Yeah. And it, it, in the D&D terms, it was something like they had this tag of immortal or something like that. They, they just keep coming back. And the bone Naga are just ones that are stuck in between. What's Brit going, what is Elena going to do? Alyssa. Elena. Alyssa. That's a pretty cool name, too. That'd that is actually elf. a pretty badass name. That'd be an elf that. name, I think. Alyssa. Wow, that's pretentious. Um, <clears throat> with her cool new sword. Yeah. Probably. Towards the There's no probably. face area. Do or do not. There is no probably. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Strength for attacking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's good. And therefore, that's it's a seven. A seven. Hey, that's a hack Wait. and slash with a success. You do get a plus, plus one. Yeah. So it's eight. Yeah. Not that that changes the outcome. No. Functionally, same as a seven. So on hack and slash, you deal your damage, and it deals yes. its damage back to you. Oh. She rolled a one. So you deal one. Damage. One damage. And as you hit oh, it, no. the sword kind of glances off of its scale, and it finishes its lightning bolt spell, and you take a D8 of damage. That's Ooh. just not the same. Two. Which tit ignores armor. Okay. It wasn't quite tit for tat, but it was close enough. Is it a lean? I would uh, like to know where to find the second item and where I can exchange it for the first. Is it? Okay. So, <laughs> so I have tits, have but armor, snakes armor, only have tats. Armor so. reduction? No, no, not, not for lightning. lightning bolt. No. Most magic things ignore armor. Like just about all of Nessalissus's spells ignore armor as well. So is it Nessalissus's turn? It is. Whomever's ready to step up to the plate, the next lightning bolts are imminent. Fireball! All right, so you can cast at the same time. I'll let you know that if you don't do something about the lightning bolts being cast, you will be hit by it, but your fireball will go off too. All right, so here's my thing. So Nessalus, as a wizard, knows that this type of incantation or spell that they're casting requires concentration so her goal is going to be to try to break their concentration okay i like that okay go ahead and cast your fireball let's see how successful it might be nice to be playing D in dungeon world huh (laughs) (laughs) i I apologize so i like it though no that's dragon world okay dragon Dragon world what the fuck (laughs) That's hilarious. My wife this morning, she Dungeon forgot World. I was gaming today, and she's yeah. like, oh, so what are you doing? Do playing Dragon World? I was yeah. like, no, Dungeon World. She's like, yeah, whatever. Dungeons, Dragons, Dragons, Dungeons, Dungeon World, Dragon World. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to all the Dungeon World purists out there. Regardless. Well, if they're Dungeon World purists, they should accept you saying that Nessalus knows this. I rolled That's how a it 10. Works. All right. And I was, I was t- waiting for that. If you got the 10 plus, I was going to let you interrupt it. So, so that I've works. Got, that would be a 13 with her. So go ahead and roll your damage. And because a fireball booms, I'm going to let it hit two of them. And because Calamity had indicated one, we'll start with that one. Wait, and a fireball I'll hit the booms? One near to it. Fireball. Well, think about it because it expands uh, in quickly yeah. within air. So that would sound as a sonic boom. It's just I funny because Joe just said a fireball booms. Booms, I did. Uh, but the spell specifically, it does damage to everything nearby. Six. As the keyword nearby. It is what one might call an area of effect spell. An AOE. It yes. is 
that, indeed. Man, you guys over there are rolling hot today. Can we swap dice? No, these are my loaded dice. <laughs> I've been rolling fours and fives and eights. and You can now have the Mandalay Bay. Uh, Mickey actually just has a recording of dice rolling on her phone. She hasn't really picked up a die at all. She <laughs> just presses Lord. the button, it plays the sound, and then Good she says Lord. ten. <laughs> these are the Mandalay Bay loaded dice that Joe let me. Yeah, so they're very cool, too. I checked before she used them. They're not yeah, and, and to be fair, um, I think they're loaded. They're I used better. those previously in a different game, and they got to the point where they were um, referred to as the fucking Mandalay Bay dice because, <laughs> no, they weren't any good. <laughs> That's fine. Right. So it's Mickey. Mickey's so it's got all the me. touch. Yes. I need to, you, okay, ladies, the secret is to rub it on your boobs first, and then you roll. That's why no. I didn't Oh, do yeah, I've that totally that. works for me. It doesn't work. <laughs> hey, will you do that again? You want me to rub it on <laughs> yeah. the boob first? Uh, it's an audio podcast. Will you rub it on mine? You want me to rub Calamity. it Too bad you're married. The, um, <laughs> when that fireball hit, it knocked out the naga there and the one next to it, and it started a small forest fire. Tiny. Teeny now, tiny. Did it... Did, not as fire is in my a small Ebola damaged as well? Uh, it is probably consumed in the flame. Damn it. Yeah. Woman! I totally hit the one you signaled. She just cured Ebola, and you're going to complain. <laughs> Wait, you hit the one that I'm right in front of? I don't know. Which one did I hit? <coughs> GM. Uh, yes. She did. But you can't be surprised, so you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the deck before the, the fireball hit. Um, <laughs> now, if you'd like, Britt, you can take six damage. I, I won't stop you. Is Nessalus currently my enemy? No. <laughs> um, it depends on if you take the damage or not. I don't know. Uh, where How has the where are the other Naga located? So there are... Uh, and, and I was being uh, serious earlier when she said, how many do I have to kill? And I said, seven. There were seven of them. She has now uh, taken care of three. So there are four more on the opposite sides of the camp. Come on, right. you guys. Pick I up would like slack. to head toward the next Still one. Still only counts okay. as one. The closest one to me. And as that happens, as you're headed towards it, a lightning bolt heads towards you. What are you doing about that? I will grin and bear. Okay. There's a constitution defy danger right there. Grin and bear it. Grin and Barrett. That was the name of a photo company mm. that I worked for. They did um, school <gasps> photography. That's a 12? What? School photography. A 12 is definitely more than enough that you won't get hurt when you hurt it. Um, so basically what happens is uh, um, with my hack and slash, not working. So, uh, oh yeah, duh, we were just doing Defy Danger. You did not get hurt at all. True, but what I wanted was for me to get hit by the lightning bolt by connecting with him, so the lightning bolt just went whoop back into him, but <laughs> my hack and slash well, did not crap. work. Well, so you did take backsies, like your, your rubber, their glue? You know yeah, what? because I'm like, wearing full plate. Because I like what you just said, let's reword your charge. Okay. Um, you, you're just going to grin and bear it. Yeah. But let's say that while you're charging forward, the... Um, Lightning bolt gets captured in the middle of your sword as you're charging forward, and you contact. Okay. You had a very good defy danger roll. Dude, that's um, awesome. So let, let's do that. And because of that, if you had described it all together, then I would have just let that happen. So that's pretty cool. So let's do that first off. And then okay. roll me. You know what? We're not going to roll. You're just going to kill it. Oh, nice. Your sword will hit it because it's going to be enough damage most likely to kill it. Anyway, its spell's going to rebound back on itself, and it's not going to know what the hell to do, except die. And then come back to life because that's what Naga do. Uh, eventually, yes. <laughs> It'll show back up later, and it's going to be all pissed off at you, I'm sure. Naga do <laughs> what Naga do. Yeah. <laughs> Truke. Yes. 
what you're doing now. The, the, oh, and I forgot to keep mentioning the earth is shaking and cracking. One of the wagon's wheels has now fallen into a crack in the earth. Right, so Truk is just living the dream. Yes. And, uh, Except for yes, why Lena's is. in that wagon, isn't she? And to she? be honest, the thing about Truk is he's not a particularly... Smart. ...self-reflexive person. Like, he thinks a lot about how to live and how to be a good monk and how to grow his power, but he's not a particularly self-reflexive person. But And over the last few days, he's been concentrating on growing his beard as well. That's, that's yeah. correct. That's but, part of the monk <laughs> But... He is doubting his powers a little bit because he has tried to master the elements a couple of times here, and it has not worked out quite the way that only he thought. one didn't work out though. He shouldn't lose too much. Well, only one worked out horribly. Another worked out so-so. Yeah. So he's having a little moment of self doubt. He's also a little conflicted because Nestlus, who had paid him a lot of attention back in the day, and he had kind of ignored. And while he's having these thoughts, one of his feet is swallowed into the ground. Right. So, exactly. So, he's getting swallowed into the ground. He's like, whoa, Nestlis is like... Super hot. She's getting a lot more in charge of her powers, and there's something strangely hot about that. She's standing over there rubbing dice on her boob. Yeah, but that... That, that also, is super uh, hot. Uh, no, but let, let's keep it in the role-playing world. He's got, a lot go- he's got a lot of shit going on right <laughs> now. Yeah, he does. Enough. He's got his elf who, whose wagon is about to fall into an earthquake. Yep, Did yep. you say he's elf got His elf. Elf. His elf Ooh, minions. Elf. His foot is in the ground. Yep, yep. Nestlis the tiefling, who is a very attractive young woman, but who was really annoying and bratty. Before. Maybe is getting a little more in control of herself. She's growing into her And powers. she is blowing the hell out of stuff. Yeah, like there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. All of a sudden, his focus, his monk-like yeah. focus, is not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. He is temporarily distracted and it is affecting his combat prowess. There's no doubt about it. Okay. So in this particular moment, he has, he's like, wow, if I don't get my act together, I'm going to die. So I need to I like focus. That realization. That's a good yeah. one. So I have to focus my chi, okay. my life force, into getting out of this situation. All right. So you have one foot being sucked. Well, maybe not sucked into the ground. Fallen into the ground as the right. crack opened up and a lightning bolt headed straight forward. What is Troop doing right, right now? Well, and and I have my wagon with Wylena. Oh, it's, everyone. also, it's everyone's wagon. Your right. Also in danger. To hurry so him he's working? going all. He's going broke. He's going for broke. Ready? Yep. Your elven love interest is about. I'm going to for broke. Go. I'm going to try to use elemental mastery, which has failed me once, and only partially succeeded me once before. I'm going for broke. I'm going to master the element of the air. You're going for broken. James, don't don't Wait. melt my humidifier. <laughs> JJ is trying to burn a stink bug to death as we speak. Uh, all right, listen, we got to focus here. <laughs> all right, this is, this is all nothing. I'm going 26 yep. hit points to none. Yep. I'm going to try to use elemental mastery with my plus one wisdom modifier, which is Jack. Yeah. To master air. Yeah. In order to. Just <laughs> having to focus because he's like. No, in order to. In order to bring a gust, a single. All right, so I'm going to take my hands to my yep. right, two hands, completely focus. Gust of wind. I'm going to channel the air. I bring core. a gust of wind with my core full power to take the wagon and in a single motion pick the wagon with wind, mm-hmm. throw it across the field of battle. Oh my god. Yeah? I hope they're wearing their Nothing. No, no. Be- this is all or nothing. I'm not, you can kill me. No, you no, can kill to, Truk. To me, the funny part is if it's successful, it's catastrophic. <laughs> right. What happens if it fails? All I'm saying is you can kill yeah. Truk if this fails. We're going all yeah. for nothing. Okay. <laughs> To pick the wagon of minions, yep. including Wileen, and f- throw them you across, get them out of over the way. air, over 
uh, Calamite and Nestleus and Elena's heads and off the field of battle beyond okay. the uh, you get Naga out of the, that are shooting. Out of the line of fire. And as part of that, the air from the blast would also wipe the arc, a quarter of arc of the circle of whatever Naga are in the way. Sweet All right. Jesus. And put out the fire that Fireball started. Or... Or I, or I probably fall into the earthquake. And then peace is restored to the world. We get it. <coughs> all Do right. It. Um, and and if I die, all, I die. I don't care. After all of that, you still get to roll 2d6. Let's see what happens. And add I think one you should get inspiration it. points just because of what he described. I totally agree that in D&D, I would get inspiration for that. Which um, you could use to re-roll another roll later, and no one ever used them anyway. Therefore, I rolled a 7 plus 1 wisdom is 8. 8. And That's a success. Which seems like an appropriate result. On that move, then you get to pick one of the three things there. And what are you going to pick? Do you remember what they are? I do, and I just want to make absolutely sure. So just for the people at home, my three choices here, I get to either retain control, yeah. I get to avoid paying nature's price, or you I get, get the, the effect, effect that you the desire it comes to pass. That's a pretty simple choice. Yeah, I will uh, get the effect I desire to come to pass. But you will lose control. That's fine. And you will pay nature's price. Correct. Okay. Um, I would like okay. I would like to hear a little bit. Of, everybody heard the description. Uh-huh. I, I'm curious from the player's perspective, based on what Kurt just described of what was going to happen, what would nature's price be for that? Well, he just... He gets swallowed into the earth. Ha, ha, ha. No. I mean, he just... He basically just stepped up and try and... Moved a relatively large-sized object, which is still amount. attached to horses. Right. So let's think about the physics. And people. I honestly, this sounds almost like uh, if he were to move this much wind that fast, that is a sonic boom in his face. Yeah, he would have to get blasted back because the okay. the recoil. For so every action, there's an equal and opposite so reaction. So you think nature's price is going to be paid by Truk? I think. That the re- the 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 backlash of moving that much okay. weight. So I I get that, and I was going to use that as where he loses control. So but he now would let's get, say that were nature's price. What would it be if he lost control of this? I would think it would be kind of like a reverberation or a yeah. a, a bounce back of the energy, and he would get tumbled backwards several feet. Interesting. Okay, um, I'm going to use some of that. I like it. The way this is going to work first is um, in order for nature to expend that much energy at your behest, it wants some energy back. Um, So as this big gust of wind forces all of these things, the wagon, the the minions, Wylena, the horses, off to the side and creates this extra burst to to blow back the naga, its price might not be so evident yet, but there is a price to be paid. And as part of that blowback, like Mickey had mentioned, um, Truk is forced down to his waist in the earth, which kind of solidifies around him, and he's pretty much stuck there. Uh, the lightning bolt happens still, and you will take a D8 of damage. And from there, there's kind of a big dust cloud now in the area and uh, perhaps everybody at this point realizes there's no more sound it's like the dust that got stirred up has has kind of 
deadened. Deafened, de- deadened the area with sound. No more casting sounds, no more lightning, just the settling of rocks and, and pebbles as they, everything falls back to the ground. Fantastic. So what next? That's my question to you. What next? So do the so, rest of us see him yes. waist deep in yes. yes, but Truk would hope that his action, his selfless protection of innocence mm-hmm. inspires his party onto greatness, even though he, to some degree, failed in his own right. So building <laughs> off of that, right? So Nestlis would turn and see this and be like, and, and just for a moment. Uh, for a moment. For a glinting few nanoseconds, remember <laughs> that she originally had a, cr- a crush on Truk. That was kind of like her first awakening, the first blossoming, if you will. Um, so she would instinctively want to try to protect him and would yell to Elena, Elena, we need to help Truk out. We need to so stand out. What you, you do um, is you put him in a cage. N- that's a good point. So then would I then put him in? Oh, that's a good idea. I like that. So You would have to describe how it works hold based on. on what the spell is. So she would do. turn. Think about it. Think about it in, fil- in the film. You see it on screen. She turns, sees him. Theater mid- of the mind. Theater of the mind. She sees him buried yeah. th- to the waist. He's pretty vulnerable. Yells to Alina, Alina, battle positions. At the same time, she throws her cage around him to protect him. So how does Cage work? So Cage basically... What does it say and how do you want to use that? So a Cage is a target is held in a cage of magical force. Nothing can get in or out of the Cage. Mm -hmm. The Cage remains until you cast another spell or dismiss it. While the the spell is ongoing, the Cage creature can hear your thoughts and you cannot leave the Cage. So if she's going to throw up a Cage to protect him from any future lightning strikes... Nothing can get or in. the earth crushing him to death. She can't. Nothing can get in or out. So yeah. he's yeah. basically protected yeah. in, a, in a little bubble of cage magic, and that's yeah. why she she would call to Elena to watch her back because she can't be distracted while she holds the spell. Yeah. That's cool. I like what it. What does um, Nessalus's cage look like? Um, why don't we do like the anime glowy? Okay. Colors. What does anime glowy look like? So. The f- whatever. For those of us who only read hentai and not anime. <laughs> For those of us who only read hentai <laughs> and not anime. Read or browse. The target of the cage <laughs> would then all automat- um, start changing colors. You're so you essence. would start kind of glowing. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's roll to cast that spell. Oh, shit. I still have to roll. Yeah, you do, that. Have to, you do have to. JJ gave her the idea. Does he get some kind of aid roll? Uh, JJ does, but Calamity doesn't. No. Oh. Damn it, James. <laughs> Come on, Calamity. <laughs> I don't need your damn help. <laughs> she just made a dice go noise. Go on with the You got a 10. I see? did get a 10. <laughs> That's my point. She just made some dice noise and then says 10. It's a 10. <laughs> That's perfect. It's a 10. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what you have said comes to pass. You are now protected. <laughs> now dig yourself out. <laughs> now outside of that. Yeah, more than the, more than the lightning. I'm, pr- I'm worried about the earthquake. Though. You're protected, crushing. though. Yeah, so that's you good. need to dig your Dig yourself out. What well, can I dig myself out of a cage? Up to doing? But you can dig yourself out of the earth. The cage is Within on you. The cage. Ah, okay. Okay. So what are Calamity and Elena doing at this point? Uh, I'm going after the next uh, Ananga. Um, now that they're there, don't appear to be any threatening at all anymore. 
with the dust settling and the you know the pebbles falling to the ground, there is no more lightning, no more noise. Then I will go and see if anyone inside the wagon needs aid. Okay. So you head that way. Um, what's Elena doing? How does the cage work? Like, could I help? You have to the ask the cage wizard or the I'm warlock. To the wizard. Now, I'm curious: is your cage immovable? My cage is centered on Truk. So wherever Truk, what I'm, is it what like I'm saying a glass is glass bubble, or is it like a barred, barred? It's thing? a glass bubble, so I can't like reach in and help dig him out. No, mm. nothing, nothing goes, gets in or out. Nothing gets in or okay. out. That, that's a clear part. So of that's pretty even much, air. So he yeah. no, even so, air, even air. So he has to kind of wiggle himself out of the dirt, but not. But so you least, made the cage big enough. Like still going. But at least, no, because the force, the pressure on his body has been ceased because of the cage. Yeah. I mean, aside from within the bubble, is the earthquake yeah. outside of the bubble still going? I don't know. That's, that's the GM. Uh, was the, the, that the, your no, concentration was, thing? When or? I was talking about it, everything oh, oh. has settled. There's no more sound, so the earth's not Everything's settling. Yeah. Okay. Except the screams from, screams from the wagon. So Truk uh, is no, working no on dislocating his shoulders too. and making himself as small as possible to crawl up in the cracks. See, he, he's saying all this, but this is all the result of a sonic boom when our ears are going to start ringing any moment now. It very well could be. It's tinnitus. <laughs> I have that all the time. Uh, so the, from there, Calamity, when you reach the wagon, mm-hmm. um, there is no consciousness at the wagon. So the, the minions and Wylena are unconscious. I'll see to the minions first. <laughs> Fuck Wylena. <laughs> well, he'll I do mean, that second. Already does. Uh-huh. Yeah. CPR. Um, and uh, use some of my lay on hands. So you have, well, actually it was just one. You were able to bring one because two stayed. Yeah. One minion, one Wylena. Yeah. Okay. CPR. Um, <clears throat> Remember, so let me, alone, let, let me, uh, because I kept thinking three, let me go back on that. Wylena is unconscious, the minion and the two horses are deceased. <gasps> no. Well, now it says I can I remove oh, one I disease. Either. I did throw them through the air. Would deceased be a disease? Uh, no, they're not diseased. <laughs> they're diseased. <laughs> that, that's when you die from disease. You're but if diseased. you want to lay some hands on Wylena, feel free. <laughs> Oh, really? I'll I kind of got to think for Nessie again. <laughs> she's, got, she's got so many different fingerprints on her. <laughs> but yeah, she's I'll... Uh, to share. She's not I very will... good so... She keeps <laughs> snapping her... Something. She keeps uh, snapping her strings. Well, she had a great voice. Yeah, I, I, I was... I, was di- I must have been distracted by her. Um, yeah. Her boob was out. Apparently, I have a little bit of necrophilia in me or something. Uh, I'm sorry, so you're having sex with your minion. Or the yes, horse. the her, horse. Her boob was out. Her boob, her, her boob was out from being tossed around. So, yeah, yeah uh, no, I got a, I got a six. Necrophilia and bestiality. Necrophestiality. I got a six. You're so. on He's got a six with modifier. Um, now, what was it? What was it you were doing? I was attempting to just revive and heal her. He was trying to touch okay. her in a, a nice place, but he touched her in a naughty how, place. How? With lay on hands? Oh, with using <laughs> your move. Okay. Yeah. And you I, failed. I, 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 did, I did say all this. <laughs> he laid okay. the hand on the wrong place. So just to be clear, I want to for the people at home. You you said it, but there were four other un- people. She's talking. a very very attractive female elf oh. bard who wears plaid skirts. She's unconscious. Calamity laid hands on her and failed. Yeah. And now we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And then I sprung her boner. What? <laughs> That's because it didn't work. Yeah, she's, she died by being impaled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We've all seen your wobbly bits. It wasn't that big. It was a splinter, not a... Go ahead. Um, What we will do from that is we're going to hold on to that failure for now. You just don't help her. She's unconscious. She's clear. She probably has uh, several broken bones. Um, Her arm looks like odd, like her arm is bent the wrong way at the elbow and... The the impact uh, definitely didn't do her well. Um, Can I throw an interjection in? You just did. May I throw a explanation in? Yes. You so can't. Did, you can tell it to her. To, to well, is this, if it's from Kurt, it's okay. If it's from Truk, well, it's Truk can only hear Nestleus. Yeah. It is a worldly interjection. Maybe Truk well. offered at a campfire. Go for it. So Wylena has been a bit of a joke because her strings have been breaking and her Well that was only supposed to be a quirk. Right, but she is a, a she is a skilled bard. She, she is. has a beautiful voice. Yeah. She knows many great tales of heroic epics. Mm-hmm. And while we've kind of been joking a lot about how attractive she is, she is a bard who potentially will tell the tale of this party. Yes. And so to some degree Truk thinks that protecting her is a Importance, not out of – it's not so much that he has a selfish interest, but he has a sense that what is the, what the party is doing is more important than themselves. Okay. And that someone like Wylena needs to be able to tell the tale. And so you know, th- trying to throw the wagon across the entire battlefield seems silly, but it's, it's, it's not because – It's part of a more epic tale. Yeah, were he to die, yeah. were he to die and Nestleus live on and Elena live on and, and Calamity live on, then – it's very likely that Wylena will be the one who tells that tale to Far Kingdoms. Okay. And there is always another evil that arises or another demon that comes, and people are inspired by those tales. And so while we've been joking about her, he actually thinks that she is a very significant character in this, in this epic. Okay. So she's the one that's going to carry the story on. Yeah, and I mean, whether or not he thinks she's cute and whether or not he sleeps with her is actually much less relevant than that she is. Well, she is yeah. a potentially great bard. Yes. She's young. Yes. She's not like an epic bard, but she's she's very talented in the bardic lore, mm-hmm. which is important. Oh, no. Oh, she needs to survive. God, Mickey, whatever it is, stop picking at it. I can't help it. And with Slap that, it. who's doing what next? I'm in a cage. and I'm trying. You're to in a out. cage and you're starting to get out. Can we like? Can I roll to dig out? Despite all your rage, you're still just a rat in the cage. That's very true. Good reference. Can I um dig to, roll to dig out or something? No, no, okay. No, as it is, you're just, you're not being collapsed right now. Right? You are safe, but until Nestleus does something with the cage, you are you're, you're I don't know in limbo. Can I move Because the of the description of it. Um, that would be a question I'd ask you because it's your spell and it does not say you cannot move it, nor does it say you can. Therefore, it's up to you on how you do that. So let's see. And um, what it means. The din of battle is past. Yes. My compatriots are safe. Yes. So she can afford to spend a little extra concentration. Okay. This is not something she's not done before, mm-hmm. but her diary... In- Recently introduced her to this cage yes. spell. Ooh, can I describe it? No. So Which part? <laughs> How the cage moves? Shut up. So I um, imagine it's kind of like a tank. God damn it, James. <laughs> um, all right, so she just recently learned <laughs> this spell. She's concentrating really hard. The din of battle has settled. Mm-hmm. Her compatriots sh- are safe. Shut I up, love James, watching Drunk Mickey try to figure out how to work a new spell. <clears throat> 
I have to take all my brain she's power. God, she's like such it. a smart Haitian. <laughs> oh my god, Dick. Okay, because of that, I'm gonna dispel the spell and let you get crushed. <laughs> well, Truk, fine. Truk's dead. Truk is now dead. So she's going to like focus, turn towards the cage, focus both hands on it, and she's gonna go in her mind. She's like, "Okay, diary, you taught me that I have full control of this spell." Therefore, that means that if I imagine it moving, the cage will then move. It's just what, true, not an X-Wing. Shut up. And whatever <laughs> is within the cage should also move. Okay. Right? Yes. So she's going to focus on moving the cage up and out of the ground and lay it on do top do of not. the ground. Okay. There's no try. I have an idea. Go ahead. So you said it's glass. No, it's not glass. It's just well, it's force. like glass. It's force. Okay, but it's not like bars. It's like glass, like a bubble. It's like a bubble. He's a bubble boy. A, I think it's a hamster ball. It's a hamster ball, so he has to walk ball. on it. You have to move the hamster ball. <laughs> All right, so that's that's what's gonna happen. Okay, she's gonna try to move the bubble. You're a hamster. Okay, it happens. It works. It worked. Truk just imitated a hamster. Just so you know, and that it, it, that that's a hamster. It's a hamster. Okay. And then it's what are you trouble. going to do once it's out? Once it's out, I would dispel the spell. Okay. So at this point, Truk, the, um, the force holding you in. And I have no idea what it looks like from the inside. Truk, what did this look like from the inside? There was no visible force. So you were just in blackness? Like utter no, blackness? No, It looked like complete the regular world, but I couldn't move. Okay. He's a mime. Okay. So. And nobody could hear you. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it looked, the world looked exactly the same to me, but I could not move beyond the barrier. Okay. Mime. Uh, once that barrier drops, you... Collapse. Yeah, yes, well, and I collapse because yeah. notwithstanding, regardless of what hit points say, this is all very, very draining. Like oh, yeah. The power yeah. trying to throw that wagon yeah. was very, very draining. Uh, so even though I try to be as uh, strong and adept as I can, I'm very, very drained and... Yeah. I'm on the ground, uh, just breathing and sighing and heavily. And then to the extent that I recover, I check on my compatriots. And then I want to check on the wagon with the minions and with, all, with Wileen and see if everyone is safe. So with that, one of the things that Truk is going to realize is with the, all of that um, expenditure of energy and will, uh, you are now shaky. And this is an actual term under dexterity. Okay. You are going to have the condition of shaky, which means that until that is fixed, mm-hmm. every dexterity roll will have a minus one. Okay. Man. Okay. That's pretty harsh. That's yeah. right. That makes sense. These conditions are something I, I like to use more often, but because of the way we do the podcast, you end up in places you can rest all the time and fix things. But for right now, that's going to be there. Okay. Uh, at the wagon, you see that... Um, Wylena is in her unconscious and, and I would say severely injured state. Not mortally, but severely injured. Oh, no. Wylena. Is she more shocked than usual? Uh, she is unconscious, so <laughs> yes. Her arm is in a weird yeah. position. Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, she's Someone got, needs to splint yeah. it. Yeah. It's like she's triple jointed on her elbow. So I would say that one of True's goals, go, he wants to get her healed and better. Yeah. But also, you remember, she has been training with, the, with his bow and... Yeah. Like, he knows she's never going to be an epic hero with the party, but he would like her to be able to not only tell the tale, but to be able to contribute as a fighting member of the party going forward. So perhaps over the next part of the journey, that would be yeah. something he would work with her 
I wonder if there's any advantage with a bow if your elbow can bend the other way. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can get her healed. Probably. That just doesn't seem right. Yeah. You want to try lay on hands again? I can always do that. I mean, how many people can she has a lingering failure. <laughs> She's a good one to practice lay on hands with. Whoa. <laughs> Does Calamte want to practice lay on Whoa. hands with a Wylena? <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, there's no. Is there any penalty for using starting moves over and over? Oh, heck no. The only penalty is when you roll Try poorly. Try again. Yeah. And like I say, there's a, a lingering failure about, but um, it doesn't stop you from trying. So I, I'm just going to pick myself up and try it again. There you go. Aww, pick yourself Get up back up on that horse. There you go. That is a 10. Okay. So the first time you were distracted because yeah. you had never been that close to Wileen. So read out, lay on hand so we can see what When you touch happen. someone skin to skin and pray for their well-being. At this point, I don't actually parry. I just remove a coin. From her? From them, yeah. Oh, so you take some of her money. Yep. That's cool. You pickpocket. I, yeah. I pick well, it's an exchange. Exactly. It is. Right. Um, Good roll plus services. charisma. Yeah. On a 10 plus, you heal 1d8 damage or remove one disease. Okay. On a 7 and 9, they are healed, but the damage or disease is transferred to you. So in this case, you're you welcome to roll the D8, but it's kind of irrelevant for the minion. You will just bring her back to consciousness. I have. I get to roll two D8 because I have hospitaller. Yeah. So she <laughs> she will be. It but my pocket. As far as minions go, she will be fully healed. Okay. But she'll still have her broken arm <gasps> and a couple of broken ribs. Good lord. However, she is now at least conscious and able to function. Now, f- just from a dungeon perspective, what would keep him from just rolling that again? And trying to heal her ribs. Well, that's the thing. He's not. He doesn't heal ribs. He heals damage, so to speak. In this case, she needs medical attention, and he's not a medical practitioner. Yeah, I, I, I removed her from. What, I made her stable. Not yeah, no, stabilized. So what would, what would it take? A cleric or healing? Potion? The way I would play something like that, and the way we will play it, is she needs to go visit somebody who can set a bone, put on a splint, and that kind of stuff. It's not. So she's a like the Harry Potter bone knit thing. Maybe. Yeah. Could regar bone. So no one yeah. in the party can get her better. Well, somebody could try those actions, set a bone, what have you, but she'll she'll still need time to heal. Hey, a- Elena. As a minion, it'll act what? different from when characters get healed, right? Elena. I'm just going to treat it as a little what? more I don't know, excessive is probably a good way to put it. I don't know. You've got like field experience. Do you know how to set a bone? I was just thinking that I remembered something about that in the past and then I realized that that was the Halloween episode, so <laughs> Uh, that's where I was just now. You could spout lore. Anybody could spout lore. <laughs> Do you know how to set a bone? I feel like I might be a white tiger who knows yeah. how to set bones. <laughs> I mean, I think we uh, should all check to see whether we ha- any of us has any better healing. Yeah. It's not a matter of healing. This Did is just a matter of fixing this, Yeah, this is just a matter of time yeah. now. Did yeah, exactly. Spout lore? Yeah. Uh, and, and the whole point of spout lore is you're just drawing on knowledge that you have. Do you have knowledge of how to fix a broken bone? Nah. Or set uh, a yes. broken bone. It's an eight. An eight. Oh, Mickey and failed. Knowledge. Oh, mark it. I remember failure is important here. It's not only do you get experience, but it well, means something else happens. Well, it's four plus three because right. it's intelligence, I, uh, right? I, I have oh, a, yeah, a nine. Is intelligence, so it's not I have a, a nine minus one for eight. Okay, so between the three of you, you are able to put that together. 
Normally, the way spout lore works is I give you a little bit of information, but three different people did it, so we're just going to treat it as amongst the three of you, you grab sticks of the right rigidness and maybe some twine or something and, get? and ooh, get ooh, her ooh. arm. I make, I make a travoy. So. Yes. He turns her into a travoy. <laughs> <laughs> we drag her back to town. All right, so she cannot, put the wagon on top of her. So she cannot <laughs> play, but she's healing. Yes. <sighs> she can still sing, although her voice might be a little shaky. Okay. But at least her arm you won't know, be she all does, like ribs She does have a couple of broken ribs, so. Right. But her She'll arm won't be afflicted. How yes. she is a sexual servant. Oh, my God. Um, that was a joke for Mickey. And <laughs> since she's covering her face, I'm going to just leave it at that. Uh, no, 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 no. She's a bard. People at home. Why do you think such dirty things? I don't get it. What do you mean? She's a bard. She's here to sing. Mickey's not a bard. No, no but well, I mean it. <laughs> is she? No, it's all good. Um, we, um, so from here, what we're going to do, as we're getting closer to the end of this episode, we're going to make our, the rest of our way to the city of Wind, mm-hmm. and let's check in in the town. All right. right. So I'll go to the uh, Fires of Ascarand. Yep. What's that? Um, that's my chapter house. Yeah, that's right. And I'll check in with Philippe. Philippe. Philippe, Philippe Babanou. He has a sister named Angelique. Oh, Angelique. Oh, Angelique. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, and, um, rolled her eyes in lust. I don't understand. Angelique, <laughs> <laughs> It's from an episode that was never published, that's all. Yeah. yeah. So, um... You guys are referencing yourself. That's so meta. That's a right? Starter set reference, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. It was Dungeon World. It was a Dungeon World was reference. It, yeah, it was it a failed did. Dungeon World campaign. It didn't make yeah. the Was that... You see episode? people, so you listen. So, we're checking in at the fire. Checking in, and, um... The Merchant Marine, unfortunately, has uh, suffered some casualties in that the one ship uh, is either lost at sea or they mutinied. Um, it's unclear as to which. Uh, okay. So in order to discourage that, I tell them, I tell Philippe to uh, increase the w- wages okay. of the remaining Merchant Marine to discourage thoughts of mutiny. Okay, that seems reasonable. Um, we have sufficient funds. To by do what? That? By oh, what yeah. percentage do you want to increase? I mean, by what percentage do you want to increase the wages? Uh, seven and nine fifths. Seven, seven and, and nine, nine fifths. Very well. Hold on. Is that gross? Is that or not? <laughs> so is five it out of four people don't understand <laughs> fractions. Exactly. Yeah. Is it not eight and four fifths, Monsieur? <laughs> so if we are in Wint. And my party is safe, and no one minds. Truk would make a, make a brief discursion to the, to the bidet. well, the After first, the, the absolute first place you need to go clean up. It's been a long is the saltwater yeah. bidet because first of all, he loves the older than she should be, but still attractive waitress at the inn, Ellen. Ellen, uh, but he also just loves that feel of the saltwater bidet, yeah, uh, and doesn't wonder why Americans have not moved towards it. Uh, but we once that is once, once that is done, he would. That's also, usually what happens before a bidet. Movements. Yeah. Movements. Yeah. He I'll would also that. like to make uh, as long as it was okay with uh, Nestleus and and uh, Calamite and Elena. He would like to make a brief discursion up to the Arzarconum. Arcus Arcanum. Yeah, we've given it different. We've names, given it different names. But names. I think Arcus Arcanum. All right, I Either way, it's AA. The Magic Tower. Let's just. It's I'm going to call it the Magic Tower. With the rude wizard. Uh, yes. Because, as we may recall, they gave him some good jobs and yep. some, some shepherding uh, missions. 
and he would just like to make a brief check to see whether they know anything of the heart of the darkness. Okay. Uh, or the heart of the night. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and after that, he, his intention would be to hook back up as quickly as possible with Nestleus and uh, and the rest of the party. Yeah. What would um, Nestleus be doing? She would be town? looking up Wayne. Wayne. In town, finding out what he's been up to. Okay. You know, you know. And, and Wayne would be wondering why Nestleus was. Sh- she just said, she's setting her bar too low. Nah, man. Why? <laughs> like, sure really, thing. Sure really, thing. Why? Why sure is thing. she wasting time with Wayne? Sure thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making the notes here. It's a strike against her. <laughs> and um, Elena, what's she going to do in town? Um. Um. Well, she's going to think. She's going to go take time to meditate. <laughs> meditate. She's going to yeah. sit in the corner and think play, about what she's play. done. She's going to yeah. play t- chess and meditate. Play chess. Speaking of chess, guys. Speaking. Yeah. Where did we leave Jer? Uh, he's back at, at the, the temple, town? isn't he? At the temple. Yeah. Fixing the room. Fixing. He's getting everything By fixed. himself. You want to go back and help him out? That's, a, that's a couple of month someone, journey, though. Yeah. I want to at least find someone who will head that way. So okay. you want to stay in town Maybe and try stay to in find town and somebody try to, recruit. to help him out? Mm-hmm. That's noble. Sounds good. Send me a pigeon when you're done. Send me uh, a, not, like a no, pigeon, pigeon in a box? Yeah. Or? Yeah. <laughs> in all seriousness, that's a, that's a good goal. Yeah, making sure Jerry's taken care of. Yeah. And that's yeah, I mean, he's up there all by himself. He's got, got any supplies. Mm-hmm. The all rest right. of us have a I would, monastery um, to visit. Ask you where I could go for go for. Um, I can just take some of your tithings yeah. from the spoils that we've collected to yeah. pay for the supplies. And I love how he's like. I'm you do not the whole trading. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to charge her anything. I'm just going to take thing. her tithings. I'm just going to take her share. That's fine. <laughs> nice. She would willingly give it. Um, but like, who could I trust as far as? Sending supplies there. Philippe, can you answer that question for me, please? Can so me? she would be talking to yeah. Philippe. Yeah, we will send somebody to uh, to this temple to help her out. Yes. And do we know of any uh, monks who might be interested in practicing this religion? Practicing the religion. Yeah, they, I mean, we, we got to. Well, they were paladins. Exactly. Paladins. So, we, do we have any pa- like ideas of how to repopulate this temple? Monkadins. You know, going around, I would, I would think actually, from from my perspective, um, I would think going around the city, you could probably find some yeah. people who'd be willing to to join a lost order. Volunteers? Do you yeah. have a moment to talk about our great lord? <laughs> yeah. That could Love be, that could be something. You actually, we could find the uh, local printers, make up some pamphlets. Go door to door. So now we know what Elena will be doing as uh, as put, we put wrap up some black pants and white shirts and a little black tie <laughs> as we wrap bicycle. up this episode. Do you have a moment? Yeah, we'll wrap up this episode here of Adventures from the Shed as our party has. Uh, found a few things to do in Wint before heading off to the monastery next. In the meantime, we'll say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Druk has some growing pains as he learns to use the druid craft taught to him by Druganaw. 
Upon returning to Wint, Calamte receives news that one of the ships from his merchant marines has been lost. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>